I was going to burp and then it went back inside my body. What? Has this ever happened to you before? It's like right there. And then it's like, it just makes a U-turn. It goes back inside. Uh, you burped inward. You did an inward I did. It burp. didn't even burp. It just like, it was there and then it wasn't. It peeked its head out and was like, no. It was the groundhog. <laughs> Two more weeks of winter. Two more weeks of winter. Yeah. That's exactly what it felt like. Thank you for understanding me. I feel so seen. I didn't know burp could do that. Burp could do lots. Uh, for some reason, when I was younger, I was always like opposed to like burping and farting and stuff mm. in front of people. And I don't know why. Maybe it's because I was the only like, quote, girl. Quote. <laughs> End quote. Yeah. But yeah. even the rest of my family, I mean, I don't know. My dad, my dad is pretty open about it. I don't know. Um, We're not really like open with that. I mean, actually, maybe that's not true. But I will say a funny little story from last week. I was trying to put the little one, the littlest one to bed. She would not go to sleep for the life of me. So I had her, I was on the couch. This is your niece. Yes, my the littlest niece, the babyest niece. I was sitting on the couch and I had her and I was trying to like bounce her to get her to sleep because she's just difficult. And all of a sudden I feel like little and I was like, Grace, are you farting? <laughs> and without missing a beat, she looks up at me and she just smiles this huge grin and just starts nodding. <laughs> like, Dude. like we were both in on the secret. Like she was like, like hell yeah, yeah brother. Yeah. Like it's happening. <laughs> and it was just so funny. But sometimes she, when she wants to be a princess, she says, it's not farting, it's past gas. And this isn't fart talk. It's the rom complex with me, <laughs> Shelby. And me, Sam. It's the rom complex. One, two, one, two, three, four. Oh, I'll meet you at the meet a meat suit that's a suit it's made out of meat and you and me and me and you Now hey! it's only an hour of a podcast episode with Shelby and I burping and farting for We're the rest just of it. Pissing and shitting. <laughs> oh Projectile God! Projectile vomit. We're doing it all, folks. Hey, all the bodily functions. Sisters are doing it for themselves. <laughs> We're pissing. We're shitting. <laughs> No, we're talking about the Family Stone. What year are. is this movie from? That 2005, year. that's right. It does feel like a 2005 movie. It is a year I saw many, many movie mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. my brother worked at the movie theater and so I got in free. So Shelby's a lot best of, year. Yep. 2005. <laughs> Real, uh, let's not go that far. I was a sophomore <laughs> in high school. <laughs> you peaked. You peaked, baby. That was your best year. No, no, it's all downhill no, no, from no, there, no. baby. No, 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 no. <laughs> I did not kidding. peak in high school. I oh just my god. Kidding. When I was in high school and people were like, these are the best days of your life, and I'm like, these? <laughs> Absolutely not. I was like, no, these? this is just the waiting room for the real stuff. Right? Yeah. Now here we are, adults talking about the family stone. Mm-hmm. 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 Is this the first time you've saw this movie or had you seen it before? 
As I said, I saw it in theaters. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you were just referencing the fact that 2005 was the year that you oh, saw right, all the movies. Right. So I didn't know that this, this was, was included. included. Okay. This was included. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was that the so, last time you saw it? 2005? Yes, it is. <laughs> Honestly, I, I feel the same way. I also have not seen this in a very long time to the point where I'm like, I think it's just about them. He's like brings his girlfriend home and they're all mean to her. Like that's just that's what I thought this movie was and about. And that uh, that is that is what happened. That's the gist, but there's so much more. And I also kept getting this confused with that Jennifer Aniston Billy Bob Thornton movie. Is it Billy Bob Thornton in that movie? Georgia Rule? No, 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 no. <laughs> was she in that? <laughs> it's like the one where it's like the graduate is about their family or something. Oh yes, yes, yes. Meet. It's not Meet the Robinsons. It's not Meet the Robinsons. It's, oh, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I know, I know what this is. But I keep getting it confused with The Family Stone. You know, The Family Stone does sound like a movie that would be about an intergenerational um, romance between a man and different members of a family. And I'm sure someone out there listening to the podcast is like, I know what movie it is. It's this movie. Listen, we're going to look it up in a second. Listen, I'm literally looking it up (laughs) as we freaking speak. I'm on IMDb, my favorite website, if anybody's asking. Sponsor us. Sam really does love IMDb. No, I use IMDb like it's a social media app. Um, (laughs) I'm like, oh, look what this person did. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. That's what yeah. it's called. But we're not talking about that. We're, we're not talking, talking about, about rumor. Family we're talking about Family Stone starring Jennifer Sarah Anderson, Jessica Parker. Not even in it. That's right. It's Sarah. It's Sarah Jessica Parker. Jessica? Dude, Jessica. this cast is stacked as hell. So you stacked. you got Diane Keaton as the mom. My right? favorite person in the whole world. Diane Keaton, you mean? My yeah. favorite. My idol. My icon. Never been married. Never had kids. Treasure. Diane Keaton. Yeah. And of course, my idol, Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> Obviously, yes. <laughs> I can't even Luke get Mulroney. her to stop talking about him. Luke Wilson, who, yeah. in my opinion, carries this movie away. Like he's he does. the he's the redeeming factor in this movie. He is. You got Elizabeth Reeser from mm-hmm. fucking Twilight. Twilight. Yeah. You've got. That's immediately what I said. I said, "Hey, that's the mom from Twilight." <laughs> Rachel McAdams is there. Oh, love my life. Sarah Jessica Parker and Claire fucking Danes. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Stacked cast. Honestly, it's too many people. (laughs) Honestly? Yeah, you're right. It's too many. I was like, Mm -hmm. wow, there's so many people. There's so many people. Because what we're doing is you have this family, the Stones. Which I honestly think is a really cool last name. I would love to have the last name Stone. I don't know why. It feels... I don't know. Cinematic. Your last name is Frontier. No, yeah, but I I don't know. I just like Stone better, okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. I just think Stoned. I like to get stoned. True. true we can true, make true. a lot of jokes about true, my true, last true. name being Stone. Come on. Maybe if your last name had been Stone, you wouldn't have become a stoner. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe you would have been like, no, I I don't think so. Okay, so we've got this family, the Stones, like we said, the mom and dad, it's Diane Keaton, Craig T. Nelson, mm-hmm. the oldest son, Everett. Then you've got the younger siblings, Ben, who's Luke mm-hmm. Wilson, Susanna. Who is the mom from Twilight? Amy, Thad, Rachel McAdams. Amy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like And you have Thad's partner. Thad's Patrick. partner, Patrick, right. 
So Thad is the youngest son. He's a deaf and gay architect, according to Wikipedia. You want to talk about rom-com jobs? Yeah, it's architect. A deaf gay? No, deaf gay architect. architect, That's a rom-com. That's a rom-com right there. But Sarah Jessica Parker plays Meredith, who is Everett, the oldest son's fiance, and she's coming to meet the family. No, girlfriend. Girlfriend, you're right. Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Who's coming to meet the family for the first time. She did meet Amy, the sister, the youngest sister, Mm -hmm. Rachel McAdams, and they did not get along. Nope. You might say Amy hates her. (laughs) Amy hates her. And I, do you know why she just didn't like her vibe or like? Yeah, she said that she talked the whole time and that she did this obnoxious throat clearing thing, which we already get a glimpse of in the very first few Mm -hmm. moments of the movie when Meredith and Everett are in the car parked outside the family house and she's clearly nervous. Clearly it's a nervous tick. We're given that information right off the bat. And so is the talking too much. And so is the talking too much. And so we as the audience know that, but Amy's a little bitch and she doesn't know that so she just uses that as her ammo as to why she fucking hates meredith right so meredith gets there she's kind of an idiot to thad is it thad or tad i can't it's thad thad she's kind of an idiot to thad like talking really loud at Mm -hmm. him which is weird because he's like reading her it's like they're like why is she talking so loud why is she (laughs) yelling yelling at me yeah And nobody else is... Yeah. Yeah. It it makes no real sense why she would do that other than to say she's very nervous. She's very nervous meeting this family. Yeah. And she's trying to do the right things. And she does not have an idea of what the right things are. Not at all. This family is obviously very different from hers. Very different from how she operates. She's like pretty uptight. She's high strung, I Mm -hmm. would say. Yeah. She's from Bedford. They're going to stay in Everett's room. And she's like, no, I can't stay in a room with my boyfriend at his family's house. Like, Mm -hmm. she's the one who's like, no, we need separate rooms. Yeah. So they give her Amy's room and Amy has to sleep on the couch. And Amy, of course, is not happy about this. Yeah. After they're getting this all worked out, she like enters and she comes down the stairs. And who's here but Ben, Luke Wilson, Mm -hmm. the other brother. who The last to arrive. Takes one look at her and is like... That's my woman. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, he was like, oh, my God. And immediately you see how, like, entranced he is by this, like, Mm -hmm. high-powered girl boss lady. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, this scruffy little cute guy. Yeah, he's so cute. He's so fucking cute in this movie. And, like, we're, we're led to believe, right, in this first part of the movie that this is a very tight knit, close, very, like, bohemian like we don't really have rules but we have rules but i'm a cool mom but we're a cool family vibe the whole time so meredith obviously completely on the opposite side of that spectrum she is like her and everett show up in like business attire yeah which the family mocks him for mercilessly as families do so (laughs) so yeah we're immediately thrown into like she she is being thrown to the wolves at this point because they're just like they already have this preconceived idea of her before she's even walked in because of amy right amy has influenced the entire Mm -hmm. family and she's like she's a bitch she fucking sucks let's get rid of her um (laughs) so it's 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 very awkward. It's so awkward when they get there. I hate it. Yeah. I mean, Amy's like, she's 
down to be a fucking bitch. She's yep. like, I'll do it. I'll say whatever. And I that's volunteer. Yeah. I liked what you were saying about the the family like seeming bohemian, but mm-hmm. they actually have all these rules because Diane Keaton even says it like in the morning. She's like, why isn't the coffee pot where it so- mm-hmm. should be? Who doesn't know the rules? Mm-hmm. And it's like fucking obviously the person who is new to your home. So Dude. it's the kind of thing where like Meredith is like, no, but there are rules. There are clearly rules and you're acting like there are no rules. And now mm-hmm. I don't understand what the rules are. Because <laughs> nobody will tell me because you keep saying there are no rules. Oh yeah. my God. Like this family is so passive aggressive. I want yeah. to like punch them all in the face. Even Diane Keaton, whom I love. She's my idol. We've already established this. The whole time I'm like, just fucking say what you want. Like, what do you want from this situation? What do you not like if, if there are rules, just fucking tell her and we'll move on. Don't pretend like, oh, no, it's cool, man. You can do whatever you want. No, fuck that shit. So as they're there, it's kind of becoming clear that like Everett's going to ask for the family heirloom ring. He's mm-hmm. going to propose to Meredith and everyone's like, no, no. like, no, no. <laughs> I mean, because Amy doesn't like her. Mm-hmm. The mom well, she's got other stuff going on. She does. And Ben is like, they don't love each other. He can yeah. tell just from looking. Oh, Just that from looking. <laughs> it's from all those years looking. as an architect. He could just tell immediately. Well, no, Thad I'm is sorry, the architect. Ben, damn it. I Ben's keep confused. Ben feels like the name. Ben feels yeah. like the name they should have given that character. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, why. I'm sorry. According to Wikipedia, Ben is a stoner and film editor. So you ah, yes. know that is my type. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's Owen, I mean, Luke Wilson. So. And it's Luke Wilson. It's Luke fucking Wilson. Yeah. He, <laughs> he is the funniest person in this whole. He is honestly the chillest person. Like, he is yeah. living by this, like, facade that the family puts on. Like, he actually lives it. He's just kind of yeah. like. Hey, man, what are we doing? He's like walking around in his boxers outside in the snow like a weirdo, <laughs> like in his robe. Ugh, gotta love it. Gotta love this man. He knows who he is and he's mm-hmm. being him. And yes, I love that. And that's mm-hmm. I'm so endeared to that character, even though mm-hmm. I thought this movie was honestly pretty boring. <laughs> I yeah. really liked Luke Wilson. And there are a couple moments that I enjoyed quite a bit. Yeah, I cried. Uh, we'll get <laughs> yeah, into that no, later. I get it. I get that. So... Meredith, after this, like, horrible day, and first of all, Ben is the only one who, like, likes Meredith. Anytime she goes off on her, like, she's talking too much, she's saying too much things. He's, like, actually interested. He's interested. He's, like, encouraging her, and he's, or he's just watching her with, like, Mm -hmm. this, like, stars in his eyes look. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) To be looked at. I fucking love it. They play a game. I know. By him? Mm. They play a game of charades, which ends horribly, but you can even tell in that scene, he's being so encouraging of her. Like he's trying to guess, he's trying to like, he's trying to make her feel comfortable while the rest, you know, the rest of them are. They're playing charades. He knows that if, I mean, she obviously has put a lot of pressure on herself. Mm -hmm. He knows if they don't guess her charade it doesn't matter it literally does not matter right and that's another reason i like that character is like oh he knows where he knows what matters Mm -hmm. and that's why they end up being a good match but yeah during this don't spoil it shelby we're not the the, the 45 minutes left (laughs) of the episode 
<laughs> so they're playing charades, and basically Amy, like, forces Meredith into an awkward situation. Mm-hmm. Involving the race of her brother-in-law, which yeah. is so fucked, fucked up. up. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Amy? But they're yeah. not like, they, they're they still like, fine with it. <laughs> they're yeah. still cool with it. Yeah, they're definitely one of those families that no matter what, if there's any kind of issue, it's a, let's just forget about it and just keep going. Like they don't, they don't yeah. actually resolve anything. They just oh, kind of relatable. let it sit and run away. Oh, that is relatable. Uh, mm-hmm. In some ways, this family did kind of remind me of me of my family. Just, and just like because you've got the really high achieving mm-hmm. older brother who does everything right and is so mm-hmm. perfect all the time. Mm-hmm. And then like younger siblings who are like, no, <laughs> not that. So you're there the was, Luke Wilson character, I would assume. I hope. Well, see, I'm the I'm the Luke Wilson character and the Susanna character. Oh, who yes. Has like. A couple kids from previous yeah. ma- like marriage and her husband nowhere to be found. Yeah. And like, you know, clearly had bad choice in men. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly. Amy's just kind of, I don't, I guess we don't really have an Amy. My brothers are both nice. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That's good. No <laughs> family needs an Amy. I do think where she ends up at the end of the movie is good. I think yeah. we, I think they all get to a place where I'm like, okay, I don't totally hate them anymore but especially in this first bit it's really just you know I was talking about this with my mom earlier because it's funny that that I picked this movie not realizing that my mom was also watching it the day that we were talking about oh what movie gosh. to do she was I was like oh what are you doing and she's like I'm watching the uh, the family stone and I was like oh my god I have to watch that because we're gonna talk about it on the podcast and she was basically like I think my mom views media obviously in a very different way than me. Cause she was like, you know, Meredith was so like, she thought she was better than them. And she, and I was like, babe, what? <laughs> that, that's not, that's not what happened. I was like, you can tell from the very first moment that like, she's very nervous. She's very scared. And the way that she kind of reacts in those feelings is to completely clam up and kind of be very standoffish and Uh might be a bitch just because she's trying to navigate it with like the least amount of casualties possible. And I even told her, and I think that stems too from the fact that she could subconsciously tell that like Everett was not in her corner, babe. Like he was not in her corner. There was one time where he defended her. And I was like, hell yeah, go Dermot. But the rest of the time, he you could tell that any time one of his family members picked on something of hers or criticized something of her, he was kind of like embarrassed that she was there. Yeah. Not embarrassed of his family for being shitheads. Yeah. It, that's not how you treat a partner. No. Uh, so I think she like knew deep down that she was being fed to the wolves because yeah. she was like, this man does not want me. Damn. And then... like kept saying like they don't love each other like you can see it so she gets so upset that she calls her sister julie Mm -hmm. to come join them and that's claire danes who (laughs) fucking the juliet of our dreams she stumbles off the bus oh she's so clumsy and everett (laughs) sees her and as soon as he sees her he's like oh my god like he's so impressed she's like less high strung than Meredith. She's like artsy and likes artsy and spiritual things. Yeah. 
like Everett does. Because when he met yeah. Mer- Meredith, he was on his way to some, like, temple. And then he never went because he met still... Her. Yeah, he hung out with her. So there's, like, they have this whole dinner together. And, oh, my God. Oh, I my remem- God. I remember this scene yep, so well from in theaters because I was so cringed out. I was, like... I knew it was coming and I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, it's happening. They basically get into this really stupid conversation because Patrick and Thad are going to adopt a kid. And Meredith starts asking about like nature versus nurture. Like, are you like, how do you what if the kid turns out gay and like just saying some weird ass shit, to be honest. And at first people are trying to play it off, but then they just start kind of arguing with her instead of like. I don't know. They don't handle it well. They handle it like people who want to fight. Yep. People who don't want to understand. And I think it's interesting because, yes, Meredith really does put her foot in her mouth. That's the phrase, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, (laughs) And in this whole scene, and she, again, is saying some really stupid shit. But, like, you can also, I think what the film does well is that you can, like, tell that what she's saying, it's just not coming out right. And you can also tell that the reason she said anything in the first place was because her sister had an insightful or not an, it wasn't insightful, but it was like kind of a personal question, but the family was super receptive to it. So she was like, wait, I want to, you know, uh, my sister can also, I can ask questions. Mm -hmm. Uh, My sister's not the only one who can endear herself to this family because she's already fucking, the, the family was literally fawning over Julie the minute that she got to that house. Yeah. So like you can tell her defenses were up and because of that, she just wasn't able to articulate what she was trying to say. She shouldn't have tried to say anything, frankly. And what she was trying to say is that well, basically, they're having this whole thing where Diane Keaton's like, I tried to make all of my kids gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, you know, only, She's like, I only wish all of my sons ones. were gay. Yeah. And Meredith goes in his thing, basically trying to talk about the privilege of being straight mm-hmm. and white. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why would you, wouldn't you wish for your kid to have like the easiest life mm-hmm. they possibly could? And right. basically that's her, like, why would you wish for your kid to have a harder life? Right. Was basically her question. But yeah. of course, because they're not looking at it from like a generous perspective, mm-hmm. they're really jumping on that. And she's like, no, that's not what I meant. And she continues to put her foot in her mouth. And it's yeah. like, and eventually they chase her out. She, They chase her out of the yeah. fucking house. <laughs> yeah, dude, the dad like yells. It's very, it's so awkward. I just mm-hmm. cringe so hard. Yeah. And she leaves. She like, <laughs> she like gets in a car and fucking crashes into a tree because mm-hmm. she's so like, worried distraught uh, yeah she's distraught exactly that's exactly Mm -hmm. the word so everett doesn't even go see her fucking yeah bed well because they're like they're like is she okay and everett's like would you be okay and so yeah no but ben's the one who goes to check it out everett Mm -hmm. doesn't even do it Yeah, he just fucking sits there again fucking piece of shit like what he clearly doesn't care about her And I know this is like the second Dermot Mulroney movie we've done in the last couple of weeks, but I just want to punch him in the face. The only time I liked him was when it happened a little bit earlier prior to the scene where Amy was a bitch to which we know Meredith. And it's that scene in the kitchen, which I actually really love. It's really fucked up. But I Mm -hmm. Amy in that moment, I was like, ooh, 
that's a burn because basically Meredith goes to her and she's like well I don't need you like I don't need you to like me or whatever like, I don't care if you like me I don't care if you like me and then Rachel McAdam or Amy is just like oh but don't you I feel like yeah of course you mm, do. yeah so after that <laughs> is when Meredith is like I'm staying at the inn and so yeah. Everett like that's the only time you see Everett defend Meredith he like comes back into the house where his family is and is just like you like I'm gonna marry that woman like you guys need to stop he's like I knew you guys were gonna be hard on her but I figured you'd do a, a couple laughs and you would all move on but no like you guys are being mean leave her alone mm-hmm. I was like oh finally it took you what like 30 minutes into the movie prior to this incident we also find out that from the dad telling Ben while they're off, like, smoking pot or something, mm-hmm. that the mom, Diane Keaton, is is pretty sick. Like, yeah. And this time, so, it, like, it, it's happened before. She's, like, this Not time make it's, it. it's bad. It's mm-hmm. terminal. Ben, you know, goes, he gets home, he just hugs his mom. I it's, know. Oh, my God. What a fucking sweetie. But the whole thing, fa- this isn't full information, you know? Mm-hmm. Dermot, or Dermot, Everett, because he's not getting the ring from his mom. He's, like, thinking about, he's, like, going to go buy a ring. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, is it that or Patrick is there, like. It's that, yeah. He's, like, is this about mom? And Everett's, like, of course it's about mom. (laughs) Like, so we know something's going on with mom. Mm -hmm. So cut back to this car accident. Mm -hmm. Then goes to Meredith and, you know, he goes to comfort her and he's like, hey, you got to chill out. You got to yeah. let loose a little you gotta bit. You got to stop trying so hard, babe. You got to stop trying so hard. He takes her to the bar he likes, you know, mm-hmm. and the local dive. Yeah, she starts drinking and, you know, she gets she becomes so charming and mm-hmm. like, I mean, not like it, it's just she lets loose a little bit. So, yeah, she takes no, her hair down. Yeah. Her clothes are a little bit looser. She's, like, dancing around on the jukebox. She All of the stuff that seemed, like, awkward and uptight about her, now it's like, oh, she's actually just kind of, like, free-spirited, and mm-hmm. she doesn't know how to, like, you know... Channel it. <laughs> Channel it, exactly. Mm-hmm. So she's out. They're, they're getting drunk. They're having a great time. She runs into the a local paramedic who, from a story Diane Keaton know, told, we know, took Amy's virginity. So Popped Meredith is like, oh, my God, you have to come hang out with us for Christmas. And she she's really having a great time. Yeah, she gets super fucked up. Meanwhile, Everett and Julie are going around looking for her. Right. And they are bonding in a boring-ass manner. Yeah. (laughs) It's just so unoriginal. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, here's the thing. I think something that I thought while watching, because obviously now we're at the point where we're seeing two, we're seeing the couple that arrived kind of going off and bonding with other people, right? Mm -hmm. And the way that they handle the Julie Everett situation feels more like a classic rom-com situation. It's like, she stumbles off of a bus. Oh, wait, his family likes her, but they don't like his current girlfriend. It's a Hallmark movie. It's Mm -hmm. literally a fucking Hallmark movie the way that it's written. But I think that the relationship between Meredith and Ben is a little more different because... 
the way that it's played, the way that Sarah Jessica Parker plays it, especially before this point where she gets drunk, seems like she's super uncomfortable with Ben just being in the room. Not in like, I think you can kind of see hints of interest, but it's super toned down to the point where you're like, there's no way that there's something. No, she's not. She just wants him to leave. Right. Like I, I was so confused because I couldn't remember what happened. I could not remember what happened in this movie. So I was like, are they supposed to get together? Because it's not being played. (laughs) You're like, like she's interested. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because there's even one point where she's making this like breakfast thing that they're going to make on Christmas morning. And he just like casually puts his arm around her and she's just kind of like, "Eh." you know, like that, just like, don't touch me. Okay. Back away. I don't want this. So I was like, are we supposed, wait, I'm confused. But then you get to this point in the, in the movie where she's drunk and they're talking. And then like earlier he had mentioned that he had a dream about her. And I think she assumed it was something sexual, but at this point she's fucking drunk. They're in the car. And she was like, what was I doing? Oh my God. This I is know. so fucking cute because he, Oh my God. I like fell in love with <laughs> because he says I had a dream. You were shoveling snow. Like mm-hmm. you, you were a little girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to cry. He's like, I had a dream. You're a little girl, the big red shovel. Mm-hmm. And I was the snow. And, and you, were you, just were, you were just scooping shoveling. me up. You were just scooping me up, and I almost—I was like, "Oh my god!" And they're just sitting together in the car, you mm-hmm. know, drunk, having this nice moment. And we mm-hmm. see later they kind of fall asleep like that, while everyone, <laughs> Claire Danes and Dermot Mulroney, Everett and Julia are having a great time, just chatting about art and. I don't really know what else they're bonding and over. A totem pole. Totem pole. Thing. Yes. She talked about this guy who needed to carve a totem pole. It was like a hole inside him unless he yeah. carved this totem pole. Which is like an interesting story, but it's also like, what's what are we doing? Like what? Well, there's no, it's in the interesting, it's a veneer of an interesting story, right? right? Like there's no real substance to right. their relationship. No, not at all. Which kind of sucks. But then at the... So then, you know, they're looking for them all night. Can't find them. They go back to the inn where Julia's staying. And they... Like, Everett walks her up. And then they have this moment where, you know, he wants to come inside. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like... Yeah. I understand that you might have conflicting feelings about your girlfriend. But fucking her sister is not going to solve those conflicting feelings, babe. Like, are it's you simply sure not... I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. And God damn it, Julie. Listen, I have never been in a, like, I don't know if it's just me, but when I like meet someone or spend time with someone who is like dating a friend, dating a family member, I'm never, even if the conversation is flowing, even if we're like, you know, really good, like back and forth banner stuff, I am never like, do you want to come inside? Like yeah, that has never no never crossed my mind so the fact that like julie is like we can't like whatever and then when she hears a knock at the door two seconds later thinking that it's him coming back she like skips to the fucking door because she's gonna make out with her sister's boyfriend right i'm like have some integrity claire danes wait until they break up Exactly. (laughs) and then make him make him out make out make him out make him out to be your husband 
then yeah. make a vow to be your husband. Yeah, so in the morning, Meredith wakes up. She's in Ben's bed. <gasps> she's like, what the hell? You know I hate when they do this. You know, I do. I was immediate, I immediately thought of you when that happened. She assumes they, they had sex because mm-hmm. she, you know, passed out at some point the night before. She wakes up in his bed. This is yeah. not funny. She's like only in her bra too, right? Yeah, something like She's that. She's like partially dressed. Listen, movies, are you listening to me? It's not funny. It's not. There, it's not funny. It's not a funny To be fair, this movie gag. was made in 2005 though, so it's not like it's a new movie. Right, still doing it. But they're still up to this shit. No, they are. It's not funny. Yeah, Holidate, we're looking at you. We are still looking at Holidate. We are still looking at you. Sternly. With our think, we're doing the finger things where yeah. we're like fingers we're like, to our eyes, fingers, fingers to your, to the- yeah, <laughs> yeah, fingers to me, fingers to you. <laughs> so the dad is at the door, mm-hmm. and he is knocking, and then he opens the door and sees a half naked Meredith mm-hmm. in Ben's bed, mm-hmm. and he just backs out like. I'm sorry, I was looking for Ben, and he does not know how to handle it. This yep. dad was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Yep. Meanwhile, Everett's talking to his mom, and she's finally like, listen, I'll give you the ring. <laughs> yeah, she's like, because listen, I can't make choices for you. This is your not, ring. Yeah, she's like, you shouldn't marry her. It's a mistake, and I'm not going to be here to help out. Mm-hmm. Because she's dying. She's and so gonna die. On This is... Christmas Day, she reveals that she's dying. She's mm-hmm. going to die. There's no question to it. There's no... It, yeah, it's a very final thing. And we've seen her a couple times throughout the movie. We've seen a, a tender moment between her and her husband. We've seen mm-hmm. her, you know, thinking about this and how... <laughs> she's about to die. This is the end of her this life. This is her last Christmas with her family. And her family, they're still all so young, mm-hmm. you know? Her oldest son isn't even married. She's... She's not even going to see this, you know? So she's having a hard time. Honestly, makes sense that she's kind of a bitch to Meredith in that regard. Amy, no excuse, because she didn't even know. (laughs) That's true. She didn't even know know until now. Yep. So they revealed that. They reveal. So Everett knows officially now, and he has the fucking ring. And, you know, because he's the smartest guy in the room, obviously, because Julie walks in after they have this tender moment. Right. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Uh, Let me get out of here. And he's like, no, 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 wait. I want you to try on my grandmother's engagement ring that I'm planning to give to your sister. It's so fucked. Why would you try it on? Why would you do that? And why would she be like, I'll and try why to would do he that. be the one to suggest it? Now, listen, <laughs> if you listen to our Patreon episodes, you know that we covered season two of Bridgerton. And we know that this was something that happened in season two of Bridgerton. Yeah. Where the jeweler guy was like, oh, you guys are the same size. I can fit it to your hand and it'll be, you know, we can fit it for your sister. That perfectly fine. OK, that's a perfectly reasonable way to get the woman that you're not actually marrying to wear the ring, to make it a sign that you two are supposed to be together or whatever you're trying to do. But this was fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. So it gets stuck on her finger because, of mm-hmm. course, it does. And yeah. they can't get it off. Everyone's trying to get it off. They're all like, why are you wearing this ring? Meredith finally comes downstairs. Mm-hmm. She's like, I, I don't know. Ben finally comes, or he doesn't come downstairs till later. He's like, mm-hmm. what the hell? He's still in the shower. And he comes down and 
he seems very chill. And it, it seems pretty clear, like, okay, Meredith thinks that they slept together. They didn't. Right. You know, and he knows this. This is an incorrect assumption. Right. But they're all confused. Meredith runs into the bathroom with Julie, and Julie's, mm-hmm. like, trying to get the ring off. And they're like, oh, you know, he must be proposing to Meredith. And that's right. why he he wanted to see it on. So they go out, and they're exchanging gifts. And Meredith actually... Brought gifts for everybody. And at first I'm like, oh, she got the same gift for everyone. She's mm-hmm. like passing it out. I'm like, I remembered this part too. I'm like, what could this be? But then it's it really turns, stuck in my brain. They unwrap it and it's this frame, this beautiful framed photograph of the mom while she was pregnant. It turns out with Amy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Meredith had assumed it was it was Everett. Everett. But it doesn't matter because the picture is gorgeous and everyone's just like tearing up. It's a real picture of Diane Keaton, did you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, it looks like her. And they photoshopped her belly because, again, she's my idol. Never been married, never had kids. Beautiful. But it's a photoshopped uh, photo of, like, real Diane Keaton, which I thought was... I was like, wow, she just has these stunning photographs. I mean, she's a famous actress. She's Diane (laughs) fucking Keaton. She's Diane fucking Keaton. Yeah, this was the moment that made me cry. Yeah, I mean, it's really nice. Very specifically, the moment where Diane Keaton says, uh, looks at Amy and she's like, it's me and you, kid. I was like, stop it. So beautiful. Um, And obviously, Meredith has no idea. Only select members of the family know that this bitch is about to die, you know? And so the fact this is such a beautiful and thoughtful gift, number one. But the, the significance of it is like heavier given the circumstances with yeah, her being ill. But you can tell that this gift, they they look at her and they're like, you did good. Like, mm-hmm. you did good with this. And they soften toward her a little bit. Mm-hmm. But that's immediately. Immediately. <laughs> sure. Because Everett goes to talk to her and is like, I need, I want, I, you know, got to talk to you. And mm-hmm. Meredith is like, I won't marry you. And he's like, whoa, I wasn't asking. Which is like, Ugh, what about? a piece of shit. Right. <laughs> Fuck you, Dermot. Said it before, I'll say it again. So he's like, I wasn't asking you. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, why were you talking to her in front of your whole family after you put your grandma's ring on her, on her like, sister's on, finger? Yeah. She has a huge breakdown. Everyone's arguing about everything now. Oh, I fucking love it, though. I love in movies when characters who are really like uptight and like really wound up finally explode it's like my favorite thing and so she just goes on this whole tirade and she's like you brought me here like you knew this was gonna happen like your family think I'm a racist fucking homophobic Mm -hmm. bitch from Bedford you know and so she just completely unloads and she's like and she slept with your brother and everyone's like what huh what (laughs) what Come again? Run that back? Including Ben. Ben's like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Ben's like, who? Which one? Which brother? (laughs) And yeah. And then like, you know, he reveals like we didn't sleep together. Like Mm -hmm. you passed out. I slept on the floor. And she was so upset. So distraught. She's upset. She wants to go make her stupid breakfast. She ends up spilling it everywhere when uh, the mom and Amy come to try to apologize. Mm -hmm. They're, They're all covered in fucking egg. egg and parmesan cheese yeah. and everett and ben come in and they're fighting because everett's mm-hmm. like what the hell you spent the whole you took my girlfriend to the bar and like got drunk with her and spent the mm-hmm. night with her like what are you doing 
But they resolve it through this fight because it's so silly. They're like slipping in eggs and stuff and they're like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Also, at the same time, the paramedic guy that uh, popped Amy's cherry shows up. <laughs> Stop saying it. I hate no, that No, I phrase. love it. It's so funny. <laughs> so he shows up uninvited or technically invited, but uninvited mm. by the family members. Um, and Amy's freaking out and she's like, what the fuck is this guy doing here? And so thank goodness he's there because these boys get into quite the tussle and need a little, you know, little fixing up afterwards. Up. Yeah, mm-hmm. need to be patched up. Then they it all sorts out. They're yeah. all getting along now. It's just they were all sad and scared and needed to fucking do something about it. They and be were open all about not it. talking to each yeah. other. They were, they were all being like, passive aggressive. Right. Yeah. It would and be just like one like, person talking to one person. So like the dad would talk to Ben. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. And then Everett would talk it's like to telephone. Dad. It was like a fucked up game of telephone. <laughs> yeah. Through the whole family. I did really love the moment where Sarah Jessica Parker freaks out. Right. She runs away. And she's like, I just think it's hysterical that her first thought when she runs away was, I've got to make my breakfast. She's like, oh, I have to put my things in the oven. So she like runs in there. And I did love the moment because this is where you really do see that the mom and Amy have softened towards Meredith and they actually see her as a person and not Mm -hmm. as this like uptight bitch right because they go in and they they ruin it right and Mm -hmm. they're just like they they're laughing in a way that's like we're all laughing like this is this is all fun like okay let me help you we'll clean this up don't worry about it it's fine it's also kind of funny it's all over the floor like you know everything's good then they all start slipping and sliding in it and like they're all laughing and I just think that that's really cute yeah it is really cute yeah it's when you're laughing together instead of at each other of course. Or even if you're laughing at each other together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know. You're laughing at the situation. That's bonding. That's family. So it cuts to one year later. Mom's no, fucking No, wait, dead. we're not oh, done. <laughs> you're skipping parts. You're skipping parts. So after oh, all of the dust has settled, Amy goes out into the ambulance van and starts talking to Mr. Ambulance Boy. What was his name? I have no idea. His name was Bet Brad Stevenson. Brad Stevenson. So she's talking to Brad Stevenson. And you can tell he like gets her a gift. It's very thoughtful. You know, something's a brewing. She sees Everett leaving and she's like, where the fuck is he going? And then she sees the car leaving after him and they're like, where the fuck are they going? Mm-hmm. And you find out that Everett is going after Julie, who has disappeared oh, right. in all the tussle because she's going to leave back home. Meanwhile, you also have Meredith and Ben where they're, you know, they're like, they're like, OK, we might be kind of into each other, possibly. Mm-hmm. So you see them kind of getting all. They like curl up together. In yeah, bed and it's or really cute. And you're like, oh, OK, I yeah. like this. And then Everett tries to convince Julie to stay. She doesn't stay. But then she comes back and she's like, what are you doing for New Year's? Yeah. So <laughs> clearly they're going to get together. And then it jumps to one year later. You're right. You're right. It jumps to one year later. Meredith and Ben are together. Julie and Everett are together. Amy and Brad are together. Mm-hmm. That and Patrick adopted a baby. It's mm-hmm. a black gay baby. The hardest <laughs> life of all. That's <laughs> according to this movie. <sighs> Susanna had another baby. Yeah, she was pregnant through the whole movie. Yeah, and I think she's got like a man there. There was some her other husband random was man. The, yeah, her, her husband hus- shows up before the time jump. He shows up um, on Christmas Day after all the drama. And he's like, what's going on? I just showed up and all the things are on the floor. Yeah. And like we said, uh, 
the mom's fucking dead. But they're all ha- they're all, you know, at peace. And yeah, they're looking at the tree and they're like, they can feel it. They can feel her there with them. Yeah, you can tell that they are still bonded together through their love for knowing this woman. Exactly. Who's dead? Who's dead now? She's the glue. She's the glue of the family. Yeah, they end the movie very similarly to how they started it. It's kind of like the same groups of people arrive at the same in a very similar way to the beginning, only this time there's no animosity. You can tell Meredith. She's chilled the fuck out, her dude. Hair's she's down. her hair's down and voluminous. She's not wearing a suit. <laughs> no, she's wearing a sweater and some pants. Mm-hmm. She's all cozied up to Ben. You know they're doing they're decorating the tree, and then it pans into that photo that she got them all for Christmas last year. Yeah. What's the mom's name? Sybil. Got it. I didn't even have yeah. to ask. I had it right there in the noggin the whole time. <laughs> so it zooms in on Sybil's little picture and. Yeah. The end. Everybody's happy. Yeah. I still think Everett and Julia were a boring ass couple. They were. They That's why they weren't in the last scene. Actually, yeah. no, were they? They showed yeah. up. They showed they up. They were there. Yeah. They were there. Fuck those people. <laughs> and it's sad because it's like you could have given them a little bit more personality, but then again, too with many Everett, uh, too many people. And with Everett being like the oldest high achieving son, sometimes when you have that, it's difficult to give that character like a personality because you're focusing too much on like, oh, they're they have job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they do thing. <laughs> they do thing. Uh, they work. I do think that Everett's kind of journey because there is a moment in the beginning when the dad and the mom are talking mm-hmm. about him being with Meredith and they they come to the conclusion that he's with her because he doesn't know himself. He doesn't mm-hmm. know what he wants. And the fact that he even showed up like in his tie and his suit being very like businessy corporate. They're like, that's not our son. Like, that's not right. He don't, he don't, he don't do that. And so I think for him, it's his character is still very boring, but I do think that his whole arc is about figuring out that like he was trying to live up to that mold, the high achieving eldest son, right? The, Mm -hmm. you got the big paying job. You have the boss bitch girlfriend. You have like lots of money to buy fancy rings. We don't need grandma's ring. I can buy my own, you know? But then he's like, once he meets Julie, he starts to realize like, wait, Oh no, actually I don't. And even his thing mom tells him like you don't have to be perfect all the time Mm -hmm. and and you can see that that's something that he carries with him is that he has to be perfect all the time so Mm -hmm. when he is like this is messy as hell i'm gonna fucking leave my fiance for her sister that's actually character growth for him yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's like yeah i'm gonna be messy (laughs) i'm gonna be messy Listen, yeah. sometimes you got to get clean. I mean, you got to get dirty to get clean again. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, um, but yeah, Julie was really boring. She was very two-dimensional. She didn't have a personality. Very beautiful act- actor. Oh, God, Claire I Danes. Claire Danes. <laughs> I have she's a looks like her. Yeah. Do you? My friend Swan. You met her. Yeah. Oh, yes. She comes in with her long blonde hair and mm-hmm. like her... Oh, I'm just her turtleneck, her (laughs) turtleneck. Uh, And she's just so easy breezy. She fits right in with the family. That's her whole personality that she fits in wherever she goes. Yeah. She works like with artists 
grants for like grants yeah for the writing grants for artists or at the what's the at the met no it's at some big museum oh i wonder if the internet will tell me of course it doesn't have to she works at a foundation awarding grants to artists Mm. Mm. (laughs) wow how interesting uh not at all and then like i said amy She's a bitch, but I kind of like her. She's one of those people that doesn't know the difference between like being honest and being mean. Like she just has no mm-hmm. tact. She's like, yeah. oh, I'm just going to tell you the truth. And it's like, oh, you could just not be a bitch about it. Right. <laughs> there are ways to tell the truth that mm-hmm. aren't mean. <laughs> yeah. But I also love Rachel McAdams. So I'm like. And this was 2005. Dude, she was everywhere. And you know how I know? Because I was seeing all those movies. Because you were seeing all of her movies. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You know, they don't really do things like I was just trying to think of like what's an actor that's in a lot of stuff because coming out at the same time that doesn't really happen anymore. I think it still does sometimes, but we won't really. It's harder to see those patterns like right away. But I do remember there were like three Jim Carrey movies that all came out in like the same year that were like Bruce super, Almighty. super classic. No, I mean from like nope, the Bruce Almighty. 90s or something. Yeah, liar, Bruce liar. Almighty. Well, Bruce Al- Almighty came out in 2003. And I know that because I made out with someone for the first time during <gasps> it. <laughs> to Jim Carrey? To Jim. Jim. Wow. Oh, Jim carried me through my first tongue kiss. <laughs> That was a good one. That was a good one. Thank you. I give you I give you 10 points. 10 Yay! points to the house. <gasps> I love points. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't, honestly? <laughs> so um, while I was watching this movie, we were during the night where, you know, Meredith and Ben are at the bar and Everett and fucking what's Julie. her name? Julie are talking about art. I'm like, mm, are y'all an art couple or a bar couple? I'm like trying to like <laughs> bar couple. We think. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I do art stuff, and I like art stuff, and I talk mm-hmm. about art stuff, but I'm a bar couple. Come oh, yeah. on. I'm happy. You can talk about fun. art at the bar, okay? Exactly. Yeah. Can you get shit-faced at the gallery? Yes, yes you can. Yes, you can. You really can. <laughs> you can also do that. <laughs> <laughs> You're so right. I do love the relationship between Meredith and Ben, except for the part where I was unsure of whether or not there was something actually supposed to be going on. Right. But I do love because, like I said, she just needed someone who made her feel comfortable enough to let her Relax. freak flag fly. Yeah. She was just like, I can't, clearly, I can't do this with Everett. Yeah. She's like, yeah, he's like a normal guy. <laughs> right. But I also hate that Everett was like low-key blaming her for never seeing that Buddha. And I'm like, yeah. you made that choice, babe. You that was your choice. Done that. You're a grown ass man. Right. He neglected his thing that he wanted to do to mm-hmm. hang out with her. Right. Bro, you could have gone and done your thing and been like, give me your number. Yeah. You could have been like, hey, I really want to go do this thing. Do you want to mm-hmm. come with me? If not, this is what I'm going to do now. Let's go meet up some other time. He, you need to take responsibility for that stuff and doing the yep. stuff you want to do. Because I think it's disrespectful to the person you're with mm-hmm. to be like, you kept me from doing these mm-hmm. things because I liked you too much and wanted to spend time with you. Yeah, like, you made me fu- spend time right. with you. What are you saying? 
you have to prioritize the things you need. And if mm-hmm. that, and in order to have a successful relationship, both people have to be doing that. You can't yes. be putting other people's needs over your own in a relationship and expect to have that work out. Mm-hmm. Especially that early on. It's not <laughs> yeah. like, it's not like they went, it was at Thailand. Where oh, did, where, uh, no, Singapore? it was Hong Kong. Hong Kong. No, it was Hong Kong. It's not like they were dating already and went to Hong Kong together. And this was like a trip. And he really wanted to go to the Buddha. And she was like, no, let's go over here. It's like they met there on a work trip. Yeah. You are in complete control of your own schedule. What the fuck? Like you met her there. Say you'll meet her back in the States. Say, let's get dinner tonight after I go rub this Buddha. I don't know. Like be an adult, make a decision. But then again, he was raised by a passive aggressive family. And so of course he wasn't (laughs) going to make a choice. And I could also see being in that position and being like, oh, I really like this girl. I think that seeing where this leads is just important as important to me Mm -hmm. as going to see this Buddha. Yeah. But like, and then don't throw it in her face. It's only later that he's looking back at that and being like, I made the wrong decision. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I made the wrong decision. Exactly. Exactly. And it's not like I'm not, I mean, I'm saying all this. I have been totally guilty of this. Yeah. No, (laughs) everybody has. We've all done it. But at the same time, it's like, it's so frustrating when you see a grown ass adult man, like blaming the woman that he's with for some rant. I could have gone, I could have been a ski instructor. And it's like, could you have though? Cause you didn't, you weren't trying to do that. You Why just... can't you do that now? Right. <laughs> Am I preventing you from being a ski instructor? Is that really what you want to do? That's what you want. I support you. Right. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't support anyone. Um, <laughs> From afar. Mm. You're good. <laughs> Your face. I love the face. Mm. Well, anyway, if you want to hear more from us and our faces, check yeah. us out on social media. The Rom Complex on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Sure. Send us an email, theromcomplex at gmail.com. Yeah, do that too. And if you really want to get on our nice list, don't get on the <laughs> naughty list. Am I right? Yeah. If you want to get on our nice list, become a patron. Be- come over to patreon.com slash theromcomplex. We've got so much bonus content. Mm. We've got tarot readings. We've got mini episodes. We've got video. I don't know. We have a lot of stuff over there, so I can't name it all. Um, We don't have enough time left in the episode. So just check us out. Patreon.com slash the rom complex. If you're a $10 patron, we say your name on the episode. So this is us saying your name. Catherine W. and Nicole J. A.K.A. DarlingWholeBody.com. Check out. Catherine W. with First Bloom Film Productions. Oh, wow. We're special. And Nicole J. at DarlingHomeBody.com. And most of all, keep falling in love with yourselves. Bye. Bye. <laughs>